James Bible Study, Part 11, Slandering and Boasting. For lay leaders and deacons to conduct after the Sunday service or during a midweek Bible study session, hear the word of our Lord from James chapter 4, beginning in the 11th verse. Do not speak evil against one another, brothers. The one who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks evil against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is only one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and to destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? Come now, you who say today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there in trade and make a profit, yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance, all such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. St. James began the practical application of what saving faith does by bringing up the tongue and its dangers. Then he moved on to discuss the motivations behind what people say, whether they are animated by the lower wisdom of demons and sinners, or whether they are brought to speak by the higher wisdom which comes from God alone. This leads to a condemnation of worldliness and an exhortation to repent and receive forgiveness. Now, having brought his reader to penitent faith, he begins to teach more about the tongue and the things it says. Verses 11 and 12 say, Do not speak evil against one another, brothers. The one who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks evil against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is only one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and to destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? Here the author refers to the Eighth Commandment. When commanding us to not speak evil of our brother, he is not telling us, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. To say evil of someone is not the same as to say something true but uncomfortable about them. To the contrary, we speak well if we speak truthfully of our brother without distortion or wicked intent. If one speaks evil of his brother, it is to bear false witness about them or to speak with the direct malicious intent to ruin their reputation. Thus he is speaking about an unjust judgment, a slanderous one. St. James is not contradicting the Christian responsibility to judge others in terms of discerning their actions and beliefs, to settle disputes, things like that, from 1 Corinthians 5 verses 12 and 13 and chapter 6 verses 1 through 8. If we decide to unjustly judge or slander someone, 
we are standing in judgment against the Eighth Commandment and thus attempting to take the throne of God. God will quickly remove us from our attempted usurpation of his position. As he is the one capable of saving or destroying us, we do well to know that we should never slander our neighbor. True judgment belongs to God. Verses 13 through 15 say, Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, If the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. There is an apparent uncertainty to our future, which renders boastful statements meaningless. It is only apparent because God knows the future and what it has in store for us, while we are kept from seeing it until it happens. On account of our short sojourn here on earth, to say, today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit, it is silly to say such a thing. We do not know whether we shall be alive tomorrow, let alone that we will have success in our ventures. Thus, while man may make plans, he is still subject to the decisions God makes regarding his future. One who belongs to God submits to God's will with such humility as to allow him to make all of these decisions and to determine the results of our plans. This is not to say that a believer makes no choices at all. Such would violate the concept of the law of liberty introduced in earlier chapters. But rather to say that the future belongs to God and that our speech should reflect our submission to him. Verses 16 and 17 say, As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. Boasting is refusing to submit to God's will by claiming the future for themselves. As such, it is a sin of omission. Just about no one making a general boast is saying, I refuse to honor God's plans for the future. Yet in not giving the matter to God, they sin by neglecting to trust in him. And St. James wants to remind us all that such a boast is a sin of neglect or omission. On the topic... A sin of omission is that sin which we are guilty of through neglect, as we said earlier, using the previous example from James 2, seeing a homeless brother or sister in need of food or clothing, yet doing nothing to alleviate their suffering, is sin. As St. James has stated, though, it is a matter of knowing the right thing to do and failing to do it. If we were held accountable for every ignorant moment of spiritual sloth we have committed in our lives, none of us would leave church on account of endless confession. To sin by omission is to say that one's own priorities are above the Lord's priorities. 
using the example of the poor man on the side of the road, for me to ignore him so I can get to work early is to say that I do not love that man with God's love. In that moment of willful neglect, I am telling God that my morning commute is more important than helping the poor man survive. This means that my character is not aligned with God's character. My morals are different from his, and thus I become opposed to him. St. James says that this is the same regarding boasting of the future, as it demonstrates a disconnect between God's priorities, whatever he intends to happen in my future, and my own priorities, what I have decided will happen. Now, the solution to such sins of omission, in addition to confession and absolution, is to trust the Lord and to act in accordance with his character rather than our own, requiring a kind of humility that is only going to come from the higher wisdom.